What is up, Dorney's Vinyl Podcast listeners, and thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, I really appreciate it. This is, we're in episode, what, 27? So about two-thirds of the way through season three. Um, you can go back and listen to season one and season two. They were a lot shorter. I didn't do as much. I was a lot busier, um, and I just basically just enjoy doing these podcasts. I enjoy just talking music. Um, every other week has been an album podcast, a classic album podcast. Um, I think last two weeks ago was Mamas and the Papas, If You Can Believe Your Eyes and Ears. Um, before that, you know, I think season opener was The Beatles, Abbey Road. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's popular albums from like 60s, 70s, 80s, early 90s. Um, and then thrown in there like some soundtracks, so thrown in there like wildcard albums that I chose. Um, season four is going to have a little bit more segments, which I'm excited about. But then I also have thrown in like the extra, the EP, the extra podcast segments, such as games, um, little informational bits, book reviews, concert reviews, movie reviews, things like that. So movie movie reviews about like I think like the one music the one movie review I did was Bohemian Rhapsody. So things like that. So I'll just get into this week's podcast. This week's podcast is Hearts Dreamboat Annie, their debut album. So what I do is with my album is I will start with the band, and then I'll go into the album, go into the personnel, and go into the track listing. Then I'll take a little break, and then I'll go into my opinions and song rankings and album score. So Heart, they formed in 1970 in Seattle, Washington. It, they evolved out of an already existing band called White Heart. Um, the core members of the band were Ann Wilson, Nancy Wilson, Roger Fisher, Steve Fossen, Michael DeRosier, and Howard Lease. Uh, they were active from 1970 to 1998, then from 2002 to 2016, and then from 2019 to the present day. They have sold over 35 million records worldwide and were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2013. That, I personally think, was way too late, uh, but at least they're in, unlike some bands. Won't get into that. They've also they've released 16 studio albums and 64 singles. Of their studio albums on the U.S. charts, they had 12 top 40s, seven top 10s, and one number one. On the U.K. albums chart, six top 40 and two top 10s. Of their 64 singles on the U.S. Hot 100, they had 20 top 40, nine top 10s, and two number ones. And on the U.K. singles chart, they had nine top 40 and four top 10s. So now into the album, so Dreamboat Annie. It was Hart's first studio album, released in, in, in September of 1975. So, in 1967, bass guitarist Steve Fossen formed the band The Army with Roger Fisher and two other people. And then in 1969, the band's lineup changed with only Fossen and Fisher staying. And then at that time, they also changed their name to White Hart. After even more lineup changes in 1971, the band was renamed to Hocus Pocus after Ann Wilson joined. Also in 1971, Roger Fisher's brother, Mike, was drafted to the military. Why that's important? So he was able to escape to Canada. Mike, he then came back to the U.S. to visit family, but met Ann Wilson at a Hocus Pocus show. This caused Ann to fall in love with Mike, and though, so, so she decided to follow him back to Canada. This then led into Fossen completing his college education before also deciding to move to Canada in late 1972, and then he was followed later by Roger. Once everyone was in Canada, the band Heart officially formed, 
and Nancy Wilson would eventually join in 1974. So then at this time, the band played numerous shows around Vancouver, and they eventually recorded and sent out a demo tape. They recorded the album at Canbase Studios in Vancouver, and they were eventually picked up by Mushroom Records. The album Dreamboat Annie was released in September of 1975, and it peaked at number 7 in the U.S. and number 36 in the U.K. It was also very popular in Canada, obviously. Reviews of the album were are, are and were pretty mixed. So Alex Henderson of All Music rated it 4.5 stars out of 5 stars. And he wrote in his retrospective review, quote, Aggressive yet melodic rockers like Sing Child, White Lightning and Wine, and the rock radio staples Magic Man and Crazy on You led to the tag, the female Led Zeppelin, end quote. And then Stephen, Stephen Holden of Rolling Stone magazine rated it favorable, writing, quote, Most of the songs carry confused, too elaborate arrangements, but these technical inadequacies matter less when coupled with a voice as strong, flexible, and emotionally captivating as Ann Wilson's, end quote. And the album would also go on to certify platinum in the U.S., so now the personnel. So on the album, so the band Heart consisted of Ann Wilson on lead vocals, flute on tracks 3, 8, and 10, backing vocals on tracks 3, 7, 8, 9, and then acoustic guitar on track 9. Nancy Wilson played electric guitar on tracks 1 and 6, acoustic guitar on tracks 1, 3, 5, 6, 7, 9, and 10. Roger Fisher played electric guitar on tracks 1, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, and 9, and acoustic guitar on track 1, and the lap steel guitar on track 7. Howard Leese played electric guitar on tracks 1 and 3, synthesizer on track 1, orchestral arrangements on tracks 4, 7, 9, and 10, bells on track 5, orchestra bells on track 7, and backing vocals on track 8. Steve Fossen played bass guitar on tracks 1, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 10. And Mike DeRosier played drums on tracks 6 and 8. And then the other personnel, members that weren't in heart, Dave Wilson on drums in track 1, Ray Ayote on conga in track 1 and percussion on track 4, Mike Flicker on percussion on track 1 and timpani on track 10, Kat Hendrisky on drums on tracks 3, 4, 5, 7, and 10, Rob Deans synthesizer on tracks 3 and 9, Orchestral arrangements on tracks 4, 7, 9, and 10, and piano on tracks 9 and 10. Jeff Faubert on backing vocals for tracks 3, 5, 7, 10, and banjo on track 5. Tessie Bensison on backing vocals for tracks 3, 5, and 10. Jim Hill backing vocals for tracks 3, 5, and 10. Brian Newcomb, the bass on track 9, and Duris Maxwell, the drums on track 9. So, now the track listing. So all of the tracks were written by Anne and Nancy Wilson, unless written unless noted otherwise. So track one was Magic Man, which was released as the second single from the album, and it peaked at number nine in the U.S. The song is sung from the viewpoint of a young girl who is being seduced by an older man, much to the embarrassment of her mother, who calls and begs the girl to come home. So, and then in an interview, Anne Wilson said that the song was about was written about her relationship with Mike Fisher, saying, quote, He was the magic man. I totally walked out of my parents' house and away from all the safety and all the assurance and went to Canada to follow him, end quote. 
Track two is Dreamboat Annie Fantasy Child. It was released as the third single off the album. So not so there's three different Dreamboat Annies. So these notes are mostly for track five, Dreamboat Annie, but I just put them for, for track two. It was So it was released as a third single off the album, peaking at number 42 in the U.S. It was the first of three versions of this of the song. So Billboard magazine described the song as, quote, a pretty and poetic song filled with dreamlike sea lyric imagery and backed by near-classical folk guitar and banjo runs. End quote. And then, so track three is Crazy On You. It was released as the debut single off the album. It peaked at number 35 in the U.S. So about the song, Ann Wilson said, quote, This was written during the Nixon years, when we couldn't imagine things could get any worse. I mean, there was still the war. I was up in Canada with a draft evader who couldn't come down across the border to visit his family or else he'd be arrested. It was a very different time, end quote. And Nancy Wilson said, quote, We were trying to be more creative and kind of meaningful and poetic with these songs. We weren't afraid to be a little bit more lofty with all of it, to a certain degree, end quote. Track four is Soul of the Sea. Track five is Dreamboat Annie, the second part. Track six is White Lightning and Wine. Track seven was Love Me Like Music, I'll Be Your Song. Track eight is Sing Child. So this was written by Ann Wilson, Fossen, and Fisher. A review by Four Year Music wrote in 2017 about this song, quote, Perhaps the most underrated track from a long-overlooked band, one still relegated to novelty status based on the sex of its most recognizable members, or, less reasonably, avoided as penalty for its stylistic departures in the 1980s, Dreamboat Annie's Sing Child stands as one of Hart and lead guitarist Roger Fisher's finest achievements, end quote. And then track 9 is How Deep It Goes, which was written by Ann Wilson. And track 10 is Dreamboat Annie Reprise. So that is the informational portion of Hart's Dreamboat Annie. I'll take a little short break here and come back with my song rankings, album score, and album ranking. Alright, so I am back after that short little intermission, and I will just get into my song rankings. So... Again, if you you know what's coming, if you listened to my podcast before, if not, I will go through ten to one um, and just give a little opinions. I'm not a music expert; I just like talking about music. So at number ten, I have Dreamboat Annie Reprise. So the last, the third of three Dreamboat Annies. So I I put even though it, it's essentially the same song, uh, I think hearing it for the third time in one album kind of bored me a little bit. It's a good song, but, you know, again, like, this is the third time I'm hearing it. The lyrics are exactly the same. Like, I don't have anything else really to add for the lyrics. I'll talk more about it in Fantasy Child and then the original, or the the other one, um, once we get there. But, and then, but although it's, it's a new in- instrumental ending, I thought, like, the orchestral kind of ending was a good close for the album. But then they, like, they went back to acoustic guitar with the last verse repeating it, and I was like, I like I understood it, but at the same time, I was just like, like why why did you have to do that? Like what was what was the point of that really? So, you know, I guess I guess it is what it is. At number nine, I have Dreamboat Annie Fantasy Child. So track two, the first Dreamboat Annie. 
Uh, I liked how it, it led into like beach, like the beach sounds with the waves and the seagulls. Um, and then I was like, like, how do you follow up track one? And and yet, like, it sounded so good put in between tracks one and track three, which I'll get into. Um, and then I liked how you know you have Anne singing that like the hard rock uh, or the rock songs, and then like the soft this soft vet ballad with the acoustic guitar. Um, then I had my favorite lyric for this one, so. Warm wind, caress her, her lover it seems. Oh, Annie, dreamboat Annie, my little ship of dreams. So, again, it was, it was a short song, so there's not much else to say about it. And number eight, I have Soul of the Sea. So, again, like, they, they just, they must really like the beach. Like, because, again, this one had the waves and the seagulls as well. So they, they just really like the beach. Um, but, again, like, so how do you follow, this is track four. So how do you follow up, like, track three with this and, like, this just soft ballad, like, to me, it had, like, that Fleetwood Mac, um, Christine McVie vibe to it almost before, like, before Lindsay and, and Stevie got there, like, that kind of, like, blues vibe almost, um, and then I liked, like, that, that it had, like, a change of pace in the middle, um, with the lyric quote, wait, or the lyric, wake up late without a smile, telephone rings, you can run like a child, on the street into the day, the people I must have nothing to say. The people I meet have nothing to say. Um, and then, like, it had, like, it had a false ending to it, which then, like, almost gave it, like, a Beatles sound to it at the end of the song. So it was very, they, they, they write their songs very well. I really like them. At number seven, I have White Lightning and Wine. Um, I liked the, the guitar, the guitar sound and, and just, like, the rhythm of it. Um, the, their, their guitars are, are great, I think. Like, absolutely incredible. Lyrically, though, this song wasn't quite as strong, I didn't think. Um, but but again, like, Anne's vocals, I think, make up for the fact, or make up for it through, like, all of just the different inflections that she that she does. My favorite lyric was, Oh, the world's all mine, white lightning and wine. Come on so fast, when did I feel, when, when did I last feel this fine? So, you know, uh, lyrically, that was probably the best. And then, like, the ending guitar riff and, and the screams where I think, like, definitely made me like this song more. Like, that part, I, I just really like that part. At number six, I have Dreamboat Annie. The the last Dreamboat Annie, the middle Dreamboat Annie, track five. I liked the tempo. Uh, like, it had, a, it, sounded, it had a little bit different tempo from Dreamboat Fantasy Child. Dreamboat Annie, Fantasy Child. Um, it, and it, it almost sounded like it was a mix of, like, disco and rock. Like, I don't, like, it just had that, that kind of disco feel to it, but it was like a rock song more than a disco. I don't know. The harmonies, though, on this one, they were really strong. Um, but the the new lyrics, like the so it was this, like they, they added two new verses, kind of from Fantasy Child, and I don't know. I just didn't think they were as strong to me as the originals. So I had and and the one I've said was going down the city sidewalk alone in the crowd. No one knows the lonely one whose head's in the clouds. So it was, it was, don't get me wrong, good song. Um, the fact that it was longer, I think, made it better than the first two. But that lyric wasn't as good. And then I liked, I liked the banjo too. I liked how they, they threw that banjo in there. It was nice. At number five, I have Love Me Like Music, I'll Be Your Song. So again, I liked how they, they, they like, I, I just like how they go from the, the rock songs into these, like, the soft ballads. And... And two with this one, like it, like the harmonies between Anne and Nancy, I was kind of hoping for more of that on the album. I thought that would have been cool. Uh, my favorite lyric then was, sometimes I'm not so strong, 
And even now I could be wrong, but if you love me like music, I'll be your song. So it was a very sweet song. And then I liked how there was just, it, 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 it didn't make sense, really. There was just a random part in the song where there wasn't any music, but there was just these, like, it was Anne, Anne singing, and then these seemingly offbeat, like, hand claps. Like, I thought they were, like, keeping the beat, but, like, to me, at least, they just sounded like they weren't doing, like, they just weren't on beat. So, I, I thought that was an interesting, like, they do interesting things in their songs. At number four, I have How Deep It Goes. Uh, again, again with the change of pace on this album, from, from track eight into track nine. Uh, just what change of pace. And then I was like, is this the first song that, like, that has that piano? Like, I, I didn't hear the piano before, but I was like, wow. And then and then you, you have some orchestra instruments, too, at this one. The lyrics, again, like, they're strong and they're poetic. Um, and, and the one I pointed to was, somebody turned the blues on me. I don't like the blues because I can't see through the tears that come and make it hard to find you. Like they, their their songs are are almost are, their songs are more poems, just sung like singing poems, and that's kind of what music is. But these ones especially, I guess. And number three, I have Sing Child, and the you know I I put there's that that hard rock guitar solo again at the beginning, which I thought originally I thought it was Nancy Wilson. I guess it's um. Oh, I, uh, Fisher, I think, I think Fisher's the guitarist. I'm not sure. I'm sorry, Fawson, if it's you, but I thought it was Fisher. I liked how different this song was lyrically to the other ones. Like, the other ones, for the most part, were very poetic. You had one, White Lightning and Wine, that wasn't as strong, I think. Um, but then it was, like, this one. And it didn't really have, like, a flow. But it worked. Because the lyric I had was, Holy Junkie, Funky Monkey, Everybody Calls Him Honey, he gonna sing, I know. And I was like, oh, all right. It was very interesting. And then, and then, like, almost out of nowhere, because I didn't, I didn't realize it on the first couple, well, on the first songs that it was on. But you have a flute. Like, you have Anne playing the flute. And it works so incredibly well. Like, she, <laughs> it just, it's just incredible how well, like, the flute just fits in there. And the first time I heard it. And then it moves into, like, more of the rock solo with guitars and, and drums and, and, th like, that. But, it definitely, like, from from the the review, this definitely had a Led Zeppelin sound to it. And, like, I understand where why they were female Led Zeppelin. At number two, I have Magic Man. So I loved that kind of guitar riff at the beginning that, like, kind of sounded like whining, but it kind of wasn't whining. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, really. Um, it, it just had a good buildup. And then now that I understand what the song is about, like, now that I, like, another reason why I like doing these podcasts is just, like, to hear the stories behind songs. Now that I did that, the lyrics just make so much sense. And even though, so, so that. And then even though the drums are very background for this song, I thought they added a lot. And I thought they, like, overall, the drums were pretty background, not very prevalent, but they added a lot. My favorite lyrics for this one were, Winter nights we sang in tune, played inside the months of moon. Never think of never, let this spell last forever. And then I liked how there was that, like, two-minute instrumental with all of the different sounds. Like, there was just so many different sounds. But I thought, like, my my favorite two instruments in this instrumental were the synthesizers and the congas. And then lastly, at number one, obviously Crazy On You. Um, I love, like, the intro for this song because it doesn't, like, the acoustic guitar doesn't really, like, 
Well, it flows first off from Fantasy Child, Dreamboat Annie Fantasy Child. And then, like, the acoustic guitar, like, it doesn't really have, like, a rhythm that makes sense. Like, it just kind of sounds very sporadic and, like, I don't know, not... It's, it's musical, but, like, like you're, you're almost like, where is this going? Like, how can you make a song out of this? And then it just, but, like, it flows. And then it flows into the song, and it's like, wow. And then, like, the moment, like, like I said, like, the moment the rest of the instruments came in was just, wow. This is another, like, another song. Very strong lyrically, very strong vocally. With the lyric I had, My love is the evening breeze touching your skin, the gentle sweet singing of leaves in the wind, the whisper that calls after you in the night, and kisses your ear in the early light. Like, lyrically, I think this is probably the best on the album. And vocally, really. Um, and then the acoustic guitar in the background sounded fantastic. Like, it was kind of hidden by the electric guitars, but you could, I, I could hear it a little bit, and, I, and, it, and it just sounded fantastic. And... Just overall, really, like, point of this album, I guess, is the Wilson sisters are incredible together. Like, I like I've a lot of their songs just are like they're they're incredible. They're incredible. It's a shame that it took until 2013 for them to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they would have been eligible, I believe, in 1990, 19 or probably 2000. Um, I think it's 25 years after the first album. So, 2000, they were eligible. It took 13 years. It, it shouldn't have been. It, it just shouldn't have. So, for song, so that's the song rankings. My album score. So, I give out... The first three are out of 10. Well, it's all out of 10. But the first three are my opinion. So, lyrically, I gave this one an 8.5 out of 10. With the songs I pointed to being Magic Man, Crazy on You, How Deep It Goes, and Love Me Like Music, I'll Be Your Song. I thought those were great lyrically. Vocally, I thought, I think Anne deserves a 9. Like, she really does. The harmonies, I think, could have been a little bit better, but she still gets a 9. Because um, cause I, I compare it to, like, past albums, and, and it couldn't... There was a 9.5 where I was like, eh, I don't think it's quite as good as this one. So the one I pointed to, the songs that were great vocally were Dreamboat Annie, Crazy on You, White Lightning and Wine, and Sing Child. Instrumentally, I think it deserves an 8.5. Um with Magic Man, Sing Child, and Crazy On You getting the nods instrumentally. So over, so those three scores will be multiplied by two when we go to the total score. On the U.S. chart, it got a 7 out of 10, because it was it peaked at number 7, so that, fall, that fell in the 7-point range. U.K. chart, it unfortunately only got 3 out of 10, because it was number 36. Singles, because it had a number 9 and a number 35, the 9 earned 3 points and the 35 earned 1 point. Earned one point. So it got a four. And album cover, I gave it an eight. The the two sisters, back-to-back -back with the heart in between with Dreamboat Annie, deserves an eight. So then overall, the total score for Dreamboat Annie is 74 out of 100, which is is con compared to kind of how picky I am, I guess, and, and how hard it is to score. That's a very good score for this season. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, if you aren't already, follow me on Instagram. Um, and I'm in the midst of, I'm nearing the end of voting for season four albums. So season four is, is, is looking good so far. I won't spoil anything for season four. But, but if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see which, which albums have a chance for season four. Um, so thank you for that. Subscribe to this podcast on however you're listening. And I will talk to you guys again next week with a segment of On This Date. So stay tuned for that.